This is the EPLOG audio experience. Hello friends, I'm Koral Das Gupta, founder of Tell Me Your Story and author here with my podcast show The Great Indian Family in collaboration with EPLOG Media. You can listen to the podcast on epilog.media. You can also hear us on Spotify, GeoSavan, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Castbox, and all other podcast apps. Today I am sitting with K Hari Kumar, an author and screenplay writer. Hari, welcome to the show. Thank you so much Koral for having me here. Totally our pleasure. So Hari, why don't you tell us uh, about your childhood? How did your uh, family look like when you were small? So we were like these uh, you know NRKs you can say non resident Keralites. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so that's what we call ourselves to be honest. And, right. Uh, at the age of 5 or 6 i believe we had left kerala my dad got a job in delhi and we came over to you know delhi so yeah. from a joint family we moved to a nuclear family yeah. and uh, that is how you know my childhood was and after that i've never been part of a joint family i kind of uh, dis- got disconnected from that but every year um come the month of may june so garmi ki chuttiyan hmm. and we would rush back to that old joint family system and you know that was how my childhood was like so every year that one month was in a joint family and it is very very i mean it's like the fondest memories that i have of my life but then the, by the time i came back to kerala that was in 2011 everybody yeah. had split up and they had started their own nuclear families in the oh. in the <laughs> So there is no joint family now. Yeah, so you came back to a fragmented family. Yeah, but they're all in the same uh, same vicinity. Yeah, vicinity. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is more we have done because of to make things operationally easy. Though the hearts are still connected, but joint family has its own beauty, its own charm, you know. Aha, definitely. But then I think with the, I mean. ask your date mates if you look at the you know the way the people are working and nobody stays in the village they're all educated wow. especially back in my place you know everybody is educated and everybody is looking for a great job which hmm. kind of puts them into a different class altogether hmm. so i think somewhere down the line you have to uh, make sacrifice make that choice yeah it is only when you're old and you get lonely that you realize oh my god why did what I... have i left behind yeah exactly Yeah. So, uh, Hari, a South Indian in Delhi, which oh. is a city known for North Indian practices. Thank you. How was it for you? <laughs> no, I know <laughs> that. Uh, I mean, a lot of uh, my South Indian friends I'm... have a lot of problem because they say that Hari, wherever we come from, people don't right. care and they call us Madrasi. Right. So, right. I mean, we can be from Coimbatore, we can be from Bangalore. Wherever we are, it's a common term, Madrasi. Madras. <laughs> But by the way, I am in Madras right now, and trust me, my upbringing and my culture is much different from the culture of people in Madras. So yeah, we all yeah. have. It's it's a diverse country, you know. So totally. yeah. But I don't. I'm not so taking actually, it. Actually, you know, people topic. outside South India mm-hmm. will still take a few decades to understand that there are a few different different places, uh-huh. and the language is not the same. ऐसा नहीं है कि कन्नड़ा तमिल तेलुगु सारे सेम ही लैंग्वेज है बस अलग अलग थोड़ा सा थोड़ा सा. Yeah, I mean, should they, Tulu also. That is yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tulu is ignored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't ignore. I was just about waiting for you to come out with it. You know, oh, I mean, okay. you see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
but you know what i wouldn't blame i, I see there's a divide north indian south indian east indian i wouldn't say so you know why because in south Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go to kerala you know like i said uh, when i used to come back for summer holidays in you know to kerala people would call me hindi wala and they also <laughs> know that they you know in north india there is up there is bihar there is punjab there is haryana every region has its own set of language and its own set of cultures so i think we can't really blame uh, one particular community for that people have to be aware and that can only be passed on no but that is something very fascinating you have said that when you were in delhi you were a madrasi yeah. and exactly. when you actually when came you back, back yeah, i'm a delhi wala i'm a delhi wala like delhi wala <laughs> yeah and you know there was a movie called delhi wala rajkumar in malayalam it's called delhi wala okay. rajkumaran and okay. they used to call me that delhi wala rajkumaran so i used to, no no i'm one of you that <laughs> in delhi i'm like no i'm one of you so i had this identity crisis while growing up because i myself couldn't see i couldn't read or i couldn't read or write any language until i was 8 okay so when i was like 5 uh, uh, when i joined the school i was learning Mal- to write and read malayalam that was in kerala uh, my dad got transferred we went to bangalore waha waha pe it was kannada again i was starting to read and write kannada again he was transferred to delhi and in delhi i didn't know hindi at all hmm. so yeah so i think there was this identity crisis when i was growing up ki main yahan ka hu ki wahan ka hu ultimately i am from india i think that's my identity totally all of us and uh, so a uh, uh, hmm. person from south india suddenly goes yeah. to delhi yeah. and delhi is typically known for north indian people and practices so yeah. how did that uh, resettlement happen yeah so, yeah so my dad so my dad is like uh, uh, he was a very, he was a rationalist and uh, he always believed that wherever you are you should adapt to that culture so, you know with that time and that culture mm-hmm. so i think that is why my mo- mother was more of a little bit of you know an orthodox person mm-hmm. so i had a perfect balance at home so mm-hmm. my mom would talk to me in my mother tongue that is tulu which mm-hmm. is a language from uh, southern karnataka my dad would talk to me in uh, malayalam so that i would not forget malayalam the place where i was born the mm-hmm. language of kerala and from with the outside world it was, it was always hindi so that's how i picked up hindi as well mm-hmm. so i think uh, if you ask me i am more of a north indian than a south indian to be honest <laughs> okay because i was Adapt- years adapted there adapted to that I, to, to yeah, yeah. yeah. and in fact when i came back to south i had a bit of a cultural shock because you know you are used you have you have been brought yeah. up in sir no i mean yeah okay so i had a a normal upbringing yeah. there were certain things south indian but then my since my dad wasn't religious back then so those customs and all didn't stay with me okay so whatever customs i picked up i picked up from my f- friends and uh, you know the neighbors okay and my neighbors actually i was about to ask you you know because ah. i have uh, sufficient exposure to the southern part of india i have yeah. people in my family and i have a lot of great friends yeah. and i work with a lot of people who are from south india okay. and i have seen that they are extremely ritualistic i mean yeah. whenever there is a puja in a south indian home it's ah. extremely elaborate and the priests are very particular about the decoration okay. about the pronunciation about very much yeah you know yeah. so are you like that Or do you believe in how does it happen at your home or with you so back when we were in the north we didn't have any of those rituals or anything right. now that we are in we are back uh-huh. so my mom is has become religious i told you she was orthodox so she is 
back home to be honest my dad is now suddenly a bit of a believer at the age of 64 so now when i see this i feel like they they are very uh, orthodox in south hmm. well in north it's more open and more flexible is what i feel uh-huh. yeah okay but yes in in south you have that especially in our community i wouldn't name the community but in the community it is very uh-huh. very orthodox uh-huh. and i am someone who likes to keep a rational outlook mm-hmm. yeah So I mean actually I'm trying to understand that from south you went to the north and in north things are pretty more chilled out no Yeah absolutely it's very very chilled out I think So uh, by your parents also the that I mean the adaptation was smooth or how was it So like I said my dad he was always open back in college he was like a he was a rationalist he was a communist Okay so he just then. went according to the flow didn't want yeah. necessarily create a disruption in his own mind No no, no. he always had this belief आप जहाँ पे हो वहाँ के बन के रहो यू नो वेन इन रॉम यू नो बी लाइक रोमेंट्समेंट प्रॉब्लम एंड इवन टूडे वेर एवर आई गो आई डोंट हैव एन एडजस्टमेंट प्रॉब्लम बिकॉज ऑफ दैट पर्टिकुलर एटीट्यूड सो इन यूर बिकमिंग एन ऑथर टूडे विच पार्ट ऑफ योर चाइल्डहुड रोल अगेन Okay, audience. Let me tell you, specially that Hari specializes in horror uh, books and horror stories. So yes, this is a very interesting question that I must ask you. Uh, that was my eerie laugh. I'm sorry. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am very scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, okay, I'll go back to the uh, answer to the first question. Summer mm-hmm. holidays. Uh, when I would be coming back to Kerala. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two things that actually shaped me uh, as a writer so first thing is when i come back to kerala my dad's mother my grandmother my paternal mm. grandmother she dadi you know mm. she would have this huge uh, bank of stories to be told to be narrated mm. and they're all from the local folklore and all those things the haunting stories of yakshi yakshi is basically something like a chudel Okay 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 in pop in popular culture it is like a chudel uh, mm. it's dramatic i mean there are a lot of dramas and you know i wouldn't say nice dramas but you know the kind of b grade dramas that you know become <laughs> yeah people you know there's a khoon chusne wale chudel you know with flowing hair and white sari and all the kind of dra- you know drama that objectifies women yeah you know, seen in subsequent movies also correct which is a stereotype that i'm trying to break with my kind of uh, storytelling ha huh. so ah uh, so so my dadi she had these stories of yakshis of uh, pishaj of uh, rakshasas so huh. this is what inspired me i would just i mean dopahar ko sona ho ya raat ko khana kha ke you know uh, light off karwana i needed a story so that okay. was my bla- blackmail and her bribe <laughs> okay that was my grandmother's part okay now i'll huh. come to my mother's part so i like i told you i couldn't read or write till the age of 8 mm-hmm. okay so why was that so i told you na i mean uh, when i was uh, picking up malayalam my dad got transferred to karnataka so okay. I, uh, i left malayalam in between then i started i had to start with kannada again a year later i had to go back to uh, go, go to delhi when my dad got a transfer huh. so whatever uh, english and hindi were not there when i was uh, studying in kerala or in uh, because those those were not english medium schools or hindi mm. medium schools. 
so when mm. i came to delhi i was like i didn't know any language at all that people okay. could so <laughs> so it took me a while my mom she, there's mm. where my mom comes in she or uh, she knew hindi and english she taught me that because i couldn't go to school because i couldn't communicate with the teachers or kids mm-hmm. so for a year i had to stay back and she taught me to read and write hindi and english okay and what she used to do since i couldn't read any language my mother yeah. uh, whenever we'd go to go to kerala she her sister that is my masi she would buy these uh, uh, re- uh, children's digests are there na like tinkle in english we got yeah. balaram in malayalam balaram and mutashi so yeah. these are the two most popular kids uh, periodicals so my masi would buy them all keep them with uh, with her so when yeah. we would come there every year she would pack it up and give it to us so there will be like 52 books when we are going back wow and usme says my mother every afternoon after i come back from school so that i would sleep so that i would uh, finish my homework on time she would bribe me Mm. by reading four stories out of them because i couldn't read malayalam okay and most of the stories are about you know all these supernatural elements and folklore and all those things then there were this kapish and the shikari shambhu and all those things which are also there in english huh. so that is how this fascination started for all things supernatural and horror huh. and storytelling in particular because there there was this magazine called chanda mama correct not sure if it's available now but when huh. i was I was growing up this was one of the most popular magazine it was available in all the languages in india mm-hmm. and uh, there were stories of vikram vetal and all those things which like i mean even those images when i'm talking to you right now those uh-huh. images are coming in you know, khopdi is there the skull is there somewhere there's a serpent uh, crawling yes i remember those uh, comic strips na exactly so my mom used to read that to me four stories every afternoon so that i would sleep on time i would uh-huh. homework before sleeping so i think these two women have shaped me as a have inspired me to become a writer of That's course true. the stories have fascinated me the writers of the stories i don't even know who the writers are to be honest true that have fascinated me but it was these two women who have introduced me to those stories correct and so i think ha huh. and i think uh, i honestly feel today when you look at parents i'm nobody to you know uh, uh, to tell how parents should be because i'm not a parent yet mm-hmm. uh, but uh, instead of giving them smartphones or chocolates you know this is a much better bribe i feel totally totally i yeah. cannot agree more it's <laughs> i mean just because we don't have time at times we are like each other yeah. tv dekhle and that is where we dig our own graves own graves yeah <laughs> So yeah, yeah, I have experienced yet so i have no <laughs> idea how it works because it's really no i have you know had it the hard way राइट Right so that was your horror story right That was my horror story right. <laughs> So hurry uh, between mother and grandmother hmm. who uh, told you more of imaginary stories grandmother Definitely my mom was reading out from a book Yeah okay. you told so that So whatever is there is the writer's creation but my grandmother Yeah she is the one who tell you a story like a storyteller even yeah. today 
even today she remembers all those stories even though she doesn't remember a lot of things i know we make fun of her now uh, one of my parents make fun of her i mean yeah. in a very uh, light not not yeah, like yeah yeah i understand what you mean yeah it's because like, she says something it's really like having fun with her not yeah, necessarily yeah. making fun but having fun with yeah, her yeah having fun with her even she laughs with us oh did i forget that did i say that i don't remember that when did i say that <laughs> sometimes she actually sees ghosts and all i mean she's old now she's 80 How? so she's like yeah but he, despite of all that hmm. despite of all that she still recollects those stories that she has told you know told me as a child and she she narrates it like a champ i can't narrate a story i can write i cannot yeah. narrate right i'm a writer she is a storyteller it's a completely different skill harry i can it's completely understand what completely you completely different skill you know and uh, those were her stories that inspired me the way she told me you know mm. and in kerala you know it's a rural part where we live even now where where we are living it is just behind that old house the old house is still there although nobody is living there mm-hmm. but uske uh, piche it is just jungle 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 mm. so the moment you go there you are in a different trance altogether yeah and uh, there used to be power cuts uh, back in the day and uh, light chali jati thi dadi kahani sunane lagti thi Candlelight के नीचे, I mean it's just amazing. I mean those thinking about those those stories gives me goosebumps. And uh, she would make it, make up certain things, you know, like ये यहाँ पे हुआ था आपके घर के पीछे, and then then you like next time you go there you're like oh यहाँ पे हुआ था. So I think and that you can see it in my stories as well. I tend to put some uh, you know factual places in my picture. Yeah. which makes uh-huh. it believable for the people more relatable yeah. yeah no i completely uh, know what you're saying you know because at that uh, that generation actually without mm. any training mm. that generation the ladies and gentlemen actually had full training of voice modulation oh, they yeah. knew how to uh, you know engage people and that i is. remember that they would say talk about words or swords or uh, some uh, what do you say rakshasa and we would clutch on to them because we would be scared and with our yeah. eyes big we would listen to them yeah we knew that it's a story she is saying but then that was their capability of holding their audience which was absolutely. little children absolutely and even when you put on your tv back in the day you had dd1 dd4 for us in kerala and dd2 for us in delhi so they all the shows were like that there was alif leela you know it's yeah. all thin and green colored goblins and all i mean not like the green goblin from spider man yeah. uh, but and rakshas i mean in in puranic serials you had all these rakshas asuras and all those things so Correct. whenever she would tell us a story any for uh-huh. that like anyone would, would tell us a story our minds would you know visualize it from this series or i mean whatever we have seen from this serials exactly so i think one of the reasons for that was those days there was no vfx mm. so a lot of thing was makeup driven mm. and uh, expression driven so in order to scare you there was no external uh, i mean you know uh, something which is coming and scaring you because it is technology but right. it was the expression of the person which made it far more human i think i mean it we knew that it is uh, it is possible or we could relate to it right. because it was done by a human being at that day right i'll actually add something to that you know back in those days there was no concept of jump scare yeah i mean there there would be but then it's it was more of atmospheric prosthetics and all mm. those things it was all human you know all those things driven yeah 
Yeah, but today if you look at it, it's all jump scares, sound effects. So yes, I think even readers, just like I, I told you, you know, when I was a kid, these were the elements affecting me. I mean, I was visualizing my demons, mm-hmm. the way Ramanand Sagar did it in Alif Leila, right? Because that True. was what I was watching. Mm-hmm. So in a sim- similar way, these days, readers and kids, especially, they are visualizing everything based on a conjuring, right? Mm-hmm. Or a mm-hmm. So it's become a challenge for horror writers to write horror because somewhere down the line, people are actually, readers are expecting jump scares from mm. the books. Correct. But I think, yeah, uh, that's how evolution happens. It's gradual, but it's there. Yeah. True that. Okay, so uh, Hari, you have traveled places and you have you have had a few great women at your home. So tell us the memories of the food that both, you, your mom and your grandma must have prepared. So my mom, she, I wouldn't call her a great cook. Okay. Okay. But I would call her a good cook. Mm. I'll call her a very uh, hygienic cook. And that is the most important thing. I mean, I would have to thank, thank her for that. She would make sure that whatever she cooked was clean. She would even mm. spend 15 minutes cleaning, you know, tomatoes just to make sure that there are no <laughs> pesticides going in. Trust me, now I cook. I am, I, I'm fond of cooking. Something that okay. I taken over from my mom and and I you know I don't have the patience to wash a tomato you know keep it under a, a tap for 15 minutes two minutes is other to mere se hota nahi hai. right so right. <laughs> I really appreciate her patience because she never wanted me to eat anything bad huh. anything unhealthy and I think that is more important than a tasty food to be honest true that right so my mom was a good cook and she was a very hygienic cook and uh, my memories are mostly, I mean, when I went to North, huh. Kadi Chawal was a new thing for me. So until the age of six, it was all Sambar, Rasam uh, and uh, Pulisheri for me. The moment I reached Delhi, suddenly we were rent- we rented out a house and the landlords were Punjabis and they would bring these food items every Sunday to us, you know, they would give it to us and, you know. Kare. So they, they'd have this kadi, uh, kadi chawal and, and I was particularly fond of kadi chawal. Mm. Then my mom uh, learned it from uh, the auntie who was uh, the landlady mm-hmm. and she would start, she started cooking it for me and I feel like that was the best kadi I've ever eaten till mm-hmm. now. Even though it was not perfect, it was somehow a blend of north and south. Mm-hmm. I can feel that, I could feel a little bit of pulisheri in the kadi, but yes, that is mm-hmm. one food I remember which I mean that is something I can remember even now the first time she prepared it. Okay so Hari by your own admission I understand that your mom and your grandma played a huge role in your upbringing. Hmm. So uh, do you think your relationship with them and your understanding of them uh, considerably impacts you as a husband today? I'm not sure if I'd be able to credit my grandmother uh, that much because I've not been with her that, oh, to that extent, okay. To that extent, right. But my mom, she is the one whom I call my emotional support. Mm-hmm. She's been like a rock with me. Mm. Till I was in eighth, it was my dad who was my best friend. My mom was like the Hitler in the house. <laughs> Everywhere uh, it is like that. It was like that. But then after eighth standard, I still remember it was after eighth. When I kind of uh, scored a 19, uh, sorry, when I scored an 88 in maths, that my dad uh, punished me. Okay. Yeah. Why? So, because you didn't get 90. Yeah. 
okay. because I dropped below 90 for the first time in my life. Okay. I was always good in studies when I was a kid. Wow. Uh, I was that typically polished, yeah, uh, engineer banega wala ladka. Okay. So that was how it was. But then suddenly, you know, because my mom was looking after my studies, and there was some financial problems when I was in sixth or seventh. So. Mm. uh we had taken a house in delhi and all those things loans and also my mom she is a well educated person she decided to work mm-hmm. until then she was looking after me she said now he is grown up he can take care of himself which i really didn't do well so <laughs> so so she started working she started working as an accountant somewhere ji and that moment i started you know i you know there's this thing now when a mother is looking after you Oh. looking after your studies and everything an educated mother i'm talking about yeah so there was always his hand on your head which keeps yes. you safe and you're yeah. always in that disciplined way of life and all those things you have this much time to study this much time to play and all those things the moment mm-hmm. she went started working mm-hmm. i got this sudden feeling of you know uh, freedom or something you can say mm-hmm. and padhai se thoda idhar udhar hilne laga and mm. that started going here and there but then uh, because she started working you know we came back on track uh, financially mm-hmm. and there was another time and, uh, and but during the, those times i was in 10th and all and my father you know he had this peer pressure all his uh, cousins and relatives their children were getting placed in huge mncs as engineers right. it uh. engineers so he wanted me to be like that. Uh. yeah because he's the eldest in the family and i'm the only son so mm-hmm. i had a huge pressure on me and i was i honestly didn't know anything else other than engineering mm-hmm. so it was there in my mind programmed ki 10th ke baad 11th mein science 12th ke baad engineering cs or number nahi aaye to ec nahi to fir mechanical so that is the this is some something i mean uh, this is a very bad kind of uh, thing which exists in the indian middle class even today mm-hmm. and uh, i was also exposed to that and uh, what happened was that uh, i suddenly started uh, having a bad relationship with, with my father okay so my mom was confused ki kisko support kare mm, mm. Like, the husband or, or with the son my dad had lot of pressures lot of other problems in his life and uh, i was hardly aware of them to be mm. honest i used to believe that you know everything is fine but still they are putting me in pressure ah, yeah okay so i was kind of blind towards their problems mm. which were more realistic than mine mm. so so then my mother had to take a stand and she decided to emotionally support me mm-hmm. and my pursuits despite you know falling like anything 11th and 12th mein to main ek bhi bar pcm mein pass nahi hua mm-hmm. 12th mein i managed to pass in mathematics mm-hmm. which is which is my father's subject mm-hmm. so father was getting farther away from me and mm-hmm. in college is uh, was the time when my mom completely stood with me with whatever mm. decisions i took mm. Even, you know when i chose to uh, write a book she was the one who told me yeah write so when i look at her i see mm. this powerful woman who fought for me who mm. fought for the house as well who mm. worked and made sure that my both my parents didn't uh, go into some kind of a debt or anything so i see that strong woman mm mm-hmm. despite everybody each and every relative of mine coming together and saying what have you done to your son you know he is not becoming an engineer you know he is mm. even when i quit my job as an it person yeah i was an it person mm. uh, 
and when i was quitting my job everybody start suddenly started you know grouping around my parents you know what are you letting your child do you know what is writing what is this what is that none of our people are in this field you know mm. are all uh, shaped for this kind of uh, life then why is he doing something different mm. and that time my dad was a little uh, worried in the beginning but my mom she said you want to do it do it mm-hmm. don't worry do it do it sincerely and always think about us whenever you know you don't forget that we are all there mm. so that kind of gave me the strength to pursue my ambitions my dreams and whatever i am today is because of her so when i look mm. at my wife so now that brings me to my to your question mm. so when i look at my wife i want her uh, so in the beginning when we uh, it was an arranged marriage and mm. uh, she is a very sweet uh, fun loving person right uh, someone who is afraid of horror and <laughs> comedies you know uh, right yeah in that case please give her my book I ask will, her I ask her to stay away from her husband's book and maybe she should read my book <laughs> no, she is she and my mom are the first readers of everything that i write <laughs> and uh, no by yeah. saying this i'm sure she has blacklisted uh, me by now <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm sure she would love to read your book as a husband i give her the upper hand i mean it's not like i'm doing a favor ha is that that is how it should be it shouldn't be like uh, i'm the man so i have to be in charge mm. she is in charge i am here i am chilling i'm writing mm. and i think uh, she has a space and yeah i always ask for my space as well which sometimes i you know it, it is, she has been brought up in a different way and i've been brought up in a different way yeah i think uh, i want her to be strong and independent at the same time so she was quitting her job after marriage because i was in kerala and she was in chennai so mm-hmm. i said don't quit your job if you mm-hmm. can't find a job in uh, kochi mm-hmm. i'll come to chennai i can write anywhere it's not mm-hmm. that to be here to write so mm-hmm. so i think that is what i've learned from my mom which i'm trying mm-hmm. to impart to my wife mm-hmm. and she's very happy and uh, as long as i'm here she's happy <laughs> God bless both of you man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay Hari, so now I'll uh move to the next section which is where I ask you a few fun questions, okay? Right. So, uh any signature gesture or dialogue hmm. which your mom often used against you? Yeah. So she had this uh, typical uh, tulu uh, dialogue in tulu that she, uh, mm. she would use you know whenever i did something say that like, say that tulu thing first and then explain yeah <laughs> it's very really funny you know when i'm thinking about it it's very really funny she used to say ninani 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 ene that is how she used to say it means you know i'm i'm going to grab you today something like that okay so, okay okay so, oh, my mom wouldn't uh, slap me or beat me she would pinch uh-huh. she would threaten you kind of that today no. i'll get hold of you or something yeah correct so she would literally pinch me so you oh, know, okay. mothers you know they either slap or you know they use a ruler or something back in the day ha well aisa nahi hota so so in our times it was corporal punishment was okay in school mein koi scale leke maarte we were okay but nowadays it's like really uh, a violation of a human right yeah so, <laughs> so i'm not going to comment about that we were really afraid of our teachers because of that through that it was yeah. a different relationship altogether it was a different relationship altogether and even with the parents it was the same and exactly so my mom she wouldn't do all these things she would pinch me chuti kaatti thi wo aur buri tarike se so i was so afraid of that that i would finish my homeworks i mean whatever task she would give i would finish it 
Mm. The day I'm not do, I, I'm I'm unable to do that, or I'm feeling lazy or something, mm. she would say this dialogue. Ina ni, ina ni, ina, and I would run away from there. I'm not finishing it. I'm finishing it. Yeah. So this is something I remember. In fact, I was talking to my wife about it day before yesterday also. Ah, super. So something that your mom thinks that you are, and you never agree. Is there anything like that? Religious, deep religious, deeply religious. Okay, so your mom thinks that you are very religious. Yeah. And you don't agree. You don't think that you are religious. My conditioning is such that I believe in a god and I am unable yeah. to reject that. Of course. But I am a rationalist. So kind of puts me in a very dicey situation and something yeah. that you will find in my books as well. So yeah. in my second book that frequent visitor the protagonist is a rationalist. He doesn't believe in god, he doesn't believe in life after de- death, but he ends up as a ghost. Okay okay so those are the kind totally. of characters yeah mm. so even in india's most haunted there are stories about uh, rational people or atheists but then in the end up in the end they end up as ghosts so you know things like that so i like to throw questions mm. which is a very good thing about our religion we can ask question absolutely but then my mom thinks that i'm a very religious person and uh, okay that's not something what i, I mean am. you are obsessed about uh, a lot of things in the religious space is it I things want to know everything. So various elements um, of religious. Yes, yes. yes. I'm very fond of that. I'm very fond of religion and philosophy, and uh, my you mom. Just said it. Even I have that interest. What happens is that my mom she would send these uh, mantras. You know, you read this mantra, you will get this. You mm. play this mantra, this will happen. You know, even on YouTube you can see that for good luck this mantra, that mantra. Right. From really big big uh, uh, YouTube channels, they are uh, pouring out stuff like that. So my question is. I mean my way of thinking is I want to understand what that mantra why the why this mantra would do whatever good it is exactly exactly yeah. and also to it understand the meaning yeah yeah and there are I think that is I mean we should explore that there is nothing no wrong. no totally totally I mean usually uh, the uh, the scriptures Mm. have a lot of philosophy behind it and there's a lot right. of metaphor which when we look uh, under try to understand it from a very naked uh, eye right. it doesn't come to you right. but when you try to explore there is a very deep rooted philosophy behind it and exploring right. that is really really interesting right absolutely absolutely yes mm. so what is the funniest mischief that you have uh, done with your mom and did you get caught i wasn't a mischievous kid back then okay so i don't really remember anything of that sort but i have become mischievous now <laughs> <laughs> i do a lot of crazy stuff with my mom with my wife with me even my, with my dad sometimes but then he gets really angry and gets pissed off so i don't like to go that way okay so yeah but i don't really i can i mean it's so uh, become a daily routine now so uh-huh. it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I understand. So, yeah. and the last question in this section: Did you ever blackmail your mom into something? I've actually done that a lot of times. Mm. So, uh, I think this was uh, back in college when I needed a cell phone badly, and my dad uh, wasn't someone who supported the idea of you know getting a cell phone to a. So, cell phones were not popular when I was in college. They were right. not our consumer, you know, this thing items, and only working people had cell phones. Those huge ah. ones. Huh. and uh, there were us time i think it was in 2001 2002 or something when huh. this fm radio wale cell phones started coming right and they become a huge thing and they had this really small 1 megapixel camera and all and my <laughs> friends were having it you know they would play uh-huh. all these eminem's lose yourself and all 
and i would like i also wanted that i kind of so throughout my childhood my mom was this person who would say no no unless and until it's not a necessity don't go for it right. live with whatever you have be content uh-huh. so but then i think I, that was the general uh, philosophy of our generation when uh, we were yes, younger yes. yeah and to be honest even i believe in that and yeah, because totally. of yeah sometimes you feel like you don't have anything somebody else has something maybe you know it's like an iphone or something or an ipad mm-hmm. guy has an ipad i don't have it hey i don't have the necessity it's okay mm-hmm. so uh, so once this happened so this this phone everybody was carrying my friends were carrying this uh, speaker wala phone and they could ha- have this uh, small memory card and they would play these songs while playing in the park and all and i was like i mujhe bhi chahiye mujhe bhi chahiye and finally <laughs> i said if you're not giving this to me then i am not coming out of my room i am never going back to school and already usse ek din pehle school se complaint aa gaya tha ki main classes bunk karne lag gaya oh this was in 11 sorry not in college this was in 11 ah, yeah ah, right ah. i think engage wagera usi time aaye the nokia engage and all right so i wanted that engage model and uh, my mom was like to waise hi to classes mein jaake to baithta to hai nahi mujhe pata chal gaya hai अब तू के रूम से भी बाहर नहीं निकलेगा तो ठीक है बैठा रहे गेट मी ओके सो डिडंट वर्क यू नो इट्स लाइक मैं तो वो इज ऊपर है एंड शी सेड तू नंबर लेके आएगा तू एक बार पास हो जा पीसीएम में मैं तेरे को फोन दिला दूंगी पहले पीसीएम में पास हो जा सो इस तरह से फिर यू नो सी है is a section called role play which often okay. we ask our guests to do something i'll give you a situation and yeah. you will have to cook up some dialogues uh, i'm yeah. sure you would know what to do because you have been into this space okay so your situation is convince your mom that the low score in paper is because all questions were out of syllabus you uh, know it's charged for uh, writing dialogues <laughs> <laughs> You know, every time I ask this one, I know. I mean, someone who is a screenplay writer, yes, screenplay काम करा रहे हो ये क्या? And you know what? I am someone who is not spontaneous, so it's like really difficult when you put me in a situation like this. But uh, let me try. Okay. <laughs> so, see if it happened with me. जी. I would carry this very सीधा साधा भोला भाला वाला face. जी. घर पे जाता हूँ एंड इट्स लाइक एज इफ पता नहीं कोई माउंट एवरेस्ट से कोई नीचे गिर गया हो इट इज दैट सीरियस यू नो सो माय मॉम शी वुड अंडरस्टैंड कि कुछ है जो मेरे को बता नहीं रहा है yeah. क्या हुआ तेरे को क्या हुआ एवरीथिंग ओके नहीं मम्मी वो थोड़ा पेट में दर्द था जो पता नहीं शाम दोपहर से सर में भी दर्द हो रहा है अजीब सा लग रहा है तबीयत खराब है शायद सो शी वुड बी लाइक अच्छा मैं दवाई दे देती हूँ नहीं इट्स ओके मेरे को थोड़ा रेस्ट करने दीजिए मैं चला जाऊँगा एंड देन शी वुड से वो रिजल्ट आना आना बाकी था ना उस पर क्या हुआ सो शी हैड मलयाली वो टच आ जाता सो रिजल्ट आना तो बाकी था ना तो वो वो उसका क्या हुआ रिजल्ट हाँ इंग्लिश में आए ना मेरे मेरे सम नाइनटी आ गए हैं बाकी फिजिकल एजुकेशन में भी आ गया है हाँ तो बाकी केमिस्ट्री में सेवेंटी फाइव आ गए ओके मैथ्स में मैथ्स का पेपर अभी मिला नहीं है वो रीचेकिंग के लिए गया है कुछ प्रॉब्लम्स हैं 
रीचेकिंग के लिए बता तो पास में फेल हुआ मैंने कहा मैं तो मैं तो वही चैप्टर्स पढ़ के गया था जो मुझे आता है ट्रिग्नोमेट्री नहीं आती थी और सारे क्वेश्चन ट्रिग्नोमेट्री में से आ गए इसी में फिर मम्मी पकड़ लेती थी उससे आगे का ये कन्वर्सेशन जाता नहीं था जाता नहीं था तो सीधा मम्मी पापा को फोन लगा देती थी एंड देन पापा घर पे आते थे मैथ्स में कैसे फेल हो गया तू तो फिजिक्स में पास हो गया पचास नंबर लेके आ गया दस नंबर से पास हो गया केमिस्ट्री में पास हो गया मैथ्स में कैसे मेरे सब्जेक्ट में फेल कैसे हो गया सो दैट इज हाउ दिस मदर बाकी सब में ठीक है मैथ्स में तो मैथ्स में मतलब ट्वेंटी में मान लो एक बार वो थर्टीन आया था उसका एंड आई लाइक थर्टीन कैसे लाया थर्टीन कौन लाता है एंड ही वॉज लाइक सो आई मीन देर इज आई थिंक ट्रेडिशनली देर इज अड फॉर एवरीबडी की मैथ्स में तो बढ़िया होना चाहिए एंड देन वी ऑल लव टू से मेरा बेटा मैथ्स में बहुत तेज है सिली मिस्टेक करता है सिली मिस्टेक भी मिस्टेक है भाई नहीं एक्चुअली ये है पता नहीं मैथ्स के साथ ऐसा क्या है कोई इंग्लिश हिंदी के लिए कोई कुछ इनफैक्ट ये बहुत बहुत गलत चीज है टू बी ऑनेस्ट सोशल साइंस इंग्लिश को कोई वैल्यू नहीं देता है सब मैथ्स फिजिक्स केमिस्ट्री मैथ्स पे सब लोग ईगो खाते हैं इन गुड़गांव एंड दिस इज समिंग विच आई ऑल्सो कन्वेट टू दम पेरेंट्स हो या कोई भी एवरीबडी इज वर्ड अब मैथ्स फिजिक्स केमिस्ट्री नो बडी यून आस अबाउट इंग्लिश हिंदी एज इफर इज नो वैल्यू टू दिस सब्जेक्ट True that. I always enjoyed English, Hindi, and social sciences. History I used to enjoy because it's like there are stories. अब चाहे वो जिसने भी लिखा हो, I mean जिसने भी लिखा हो, it's like it's a political statement I'm making. But uh, absolutely fine with that. Whatever it is, but it's so interesting to read about it. Hmm. No, I know you. You know, Harry, when I look at it, hmm. I mean, of course, for me, so I was good in maths. So, वो मेरा एक लगाव है उसके साथ. Okay. But more importantly. What I feel is that today, mm. or any any time, maths mm. na the score is far more transparent. Right. आपने सही किया तो आपका नंबर आ जाएंगे. Right. 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 English or any kind of language based is uh, more totally perceptional. Totally subjective. Yeah. Yeah. Subjective. It's more perceptional. किसी को पढ़ के कैसा लगा? Right. Now you may have written a completely bland statement uh, full of uh, answer. Right. जो पढ़ के किसी को लगा हाँ ठीक है grammar ठीक है spellings ठीक है. तो आपको पांच में से चार नंबर आ चार नंबर एंड किसी को लगा कि अरे यार इसमें इंग्लिश कहा है मतलब व्हाट इज द फ्लो ऑफ लैंग्वेज व्हाट इज द ब्यूटी ऑफ लैंग्वेज और उसने आपको एक दे दिया एक दे दिया कंटेंट क्या वो नहीं देखते ये भी हो एग्जैक्टली माइनस भी आ सकता है फिजिक्स इज दैट एक्चुअलीट्स वेदर इट्स प्लस और माइनस या सो मैथ्स और फिजिक्स में भी लड़ाइया होती है देखो 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, that is. I think your point is absolutely correct. इंग्लिश में आप कुछ भी लिखो या ह्यूमैनिटी सब्जेक्ट्स में जो भी आप लिखते हो इट्स ऑलवेज जो चेक करता है उसके सब्जेक्टिव पॉइंट में उसको क्या लगा उसके बेसिस पे आपको मार्क्स मिलेगा सो समटाइम्स यू नो इफ यू राइट समथिंग पॉलिटिकली अगेंस्ट दैट पर्सन देन दे माइट नॉट गिव यू मार्क्स एट ऑल या सो ट्रू दैट हरी थैंक यू सो मच फॉर जॉइनिंग अस आई हैड अ ग्रेट टाइम एंड आई रियली लव दिस कन्वर्सेशन It's absolutely same the pleasure here. Yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't make it you know, to the studio, but yeah. Audience, thanks for being a part of the fun. Hope you enjoyed our show, The Great Indian Family. Don't forget to share your feedback. Write to Bonjour B O N J O U R at epilog dot media. Do send us your feedback on Twitter using the hashtag The Great Indian Family. Leave us a review rating on Apple Podcast and make sure to subscribe to the show. We will come back again next Sunday. Till then, let's rock.